Welcome to the Digital Dialogue for the PwC Chair in the Digital Economy. I'm here today with two guys that rock my socks, the guys from Ordera. So I'd love you to meet the wonderful James Fielding. How's it going, everybody? And the awesome Chris Jeffries. How's it going, everyone? These guys are the co-founders of a company called Ordera, and I'll let them tell their story because Ordera is a really good, cool, Brisbane global company that is now really enabling good hearing around the world. So let's start with you, Jeff. Uh, sorry, Chris. Men with two first names. Very hard I get for it. Me. I um, get it. Um, tell us a little bit about how you came up with the problem. Where did you identify the problem for Adira and, and the story about how you started? Yeah, sure. So, uh, so James and I are both medical doctors. I'm an engineer as well. We met in medical school whilst we we're doing our concurrent business qualification. Graduating medical school, I went and did a PhD, well I started my PhD as well as medical training and I was challenged to go find problems worth solving to do my PhD. So there I was a doctor at one of the rural hospitals around here in Brisbane, Ipswich, doing a paediatric ENT clinic. We had numerous kids around five years of age that had been on the wait list for about 12 months wanting to get their ears checked so they could see if their learning impairment was secondary to their ears or other reasons. A lot of kids were coming in, the audiograms weren't there, so they were just going back on the waiting list to these happen. And we thought, that's such a travesty. Surely we need to do something for it. We can write a computer program to test this hearing. Uh, and so we did. So we started and we developed a medical device uh, called the Audira Code to start with. And that was an autonomous screening test for uh, medical audiology to help these kids. However, starting a medical device company is tough, mm. takes a, a big pot of gold and a lot of people working really hard. So we thought, how can we, how can we fund this? How can we make a difference? And we rolled that into a consumer project and I met back up with my good friend from medical school, Dr. James Fielding, and we made Audira, the headphone company that you know today. Okay. Sure. So James, tell us a little bit about Audira. What's the lead product that people would know? Absolutely. So it's a set of headphones, just uh, like a Bluetooth noise-canceling headphones, similar to the leading brands out mm -hmm. there. We made it very consumer-friendly, and then we just put this incredible technology inside. So we put the hearing test inside. You test your hearing. The headphones learn how you hear your right ear differently from your left. Then they tailor the sound perfectly for you. Fantastic. How many, what's the percentage of people that have different hearing in both ears? Literally all of us. So it's every, literally every noisy street you've been to, every gig you've listened to, we hold our phone generally up to one ear as a favourite. That changes the way we hear. So it's just like if you look at a bright light directly or if you stare in the sun too long, your eyes will be changed. Noisy rooms change your hearing. And the fact that the noise is generally on one side of us, so our ears are always different. So it's not just how many of us have poor hearing, it's how different is our ear left and right to each other. And it's all very important if you appreciate sound or if you just want to survive in the world. So you talked a little bit about um, how difficult it is to fund um, medicals and medical device inventions and get them to market. Um, you guys use crowdfunding um, you know, did, to, yeah. to boost it. Tell us a little bit about how that worked, James. So it was an incredible experience where we went to the market and said, here's our idea do you think this is worth pursuing? Mm. If you do, show us some support, buy these headphones in advance, and then once we have that funding, we'll go off and we'll make them. So we used the Kickstarter crowdfunding mm -hmm. campaign, and we set ourselves a goal of raising $100,000, 
and we gave ourselves 45 days to do that. We hit that $100,000 goal on day one. <gasps> That's extraordinary. Yes, it was absolute mayhem, wow. and it was one of the best days. So what did you think? It like, was you thought it was going to be 45 days. Yeah. Did, you, did you sit down? Did you watch it together? Oh, we did. We were having a party, actually. We were, <laughs> yeah, we, we did our launch party. We had a little bit of a That's launch awesome. party, and by the time we were drinking beers in the afternoon, uh, celebrating what a lot of hard work we had done. We had already hit our goal, and we were off and running. Wow. So did you keep it open for the... Absolutely. So, so we what did wanted you end up racing in that? Just shy of half a million. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so we sold a few thousand headphones and had some great support come in. And more than the cash, it was, yes, this is something people value. It's something people want. It's something people think we can do, which was an amazing show of faith. And so mm. it gives you amazing confidence as a company because not only had we shown that the product worked because we put it on people's heads and we showed mm. that people really loved what we were doing, we showed that we could market it. Mm. And we teamed up with another amazing Brisbane company, Joseph Mark, mm. and we teamed up with Clandestine Design Group to make it look pretty and get all the graphics done right. And so we'd done about six months of work leading up to that March 1st day so that when the gates opened, everyone just flooded on in and away we ran. So now the big challenge was, you have half a million dollars worth of pre-sales. Yes. Can you make it work? Correct. So how was that phase for you? It's still a phase that we're currently in because once I'd sold them to my grandma and my friends and people from all around the world, I changed my perception of what was acceptable to give to people. So we had this prototype and it was great and it was um, plastic and simple, but it had our smarts in it and I was relying on the smarts. And then we'd shown that this product could be manufactured and we went, all right, here's what we have. And then I looked at it and I went, oh, we can do better than that. And so we set about a rebuild. The innovator's dilemma. Yes, and we dramatically increased has he the read quality. The book? No, he hasn't. Okay, I'm sure. do we need to do an intervention? <laughs> <laughs> we always talk about so coming from an engineering background, yeah. we talk about when are you ready to launch, right? Mm. And uh, we talk about it all the time. But I think in regards to Audio, it's a premium product. Yes. It's premium headphones. It's literally phenomenal in every in every manifestation. So I think it's quite fitting that this first product is going to be aesthetically and physically phenomenal as well. Mm. These literally are amazing headphones. They're machined aluminium chassis, they're premium leathers, they're, they all fit and move. So perfectly. when, where are you doing that and when will we see them? In Shenzhen. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, coming out in a few weeks. So the first ones off the run will be end of October. Okay. So very exciting for that. And Alex, our CTO, has been living up there for the last month and getting stuck in and making sure every piece is perfectly lined up. How have you managed the expectations of that great tribe you created that put their hard-earned commitments of half a million dollars yeah. out and to manage them through this, you know, iteration, yeah, changes? We, were, we just had um, a good old-fashioned principle of honesty and tell them early. And I think one of the decisions that we made early was although the shipping date isn't what we expected it would be, um, we're not sorry about that. We're, we're making something that is premium and we're taking the time to do it right. So it wasn't, I'm sorry, we'll be with you soon. It was, here's the upgrade we've made, here's the change, here's the value, and we're working as hard as we can to bring it to you. And we've essentially opened up all of the different channels. Kickstarter have their own channels, Facebook, Instagram, all those sorts mm. of things. And then we set up a Slack channel. So we used one of the main business communications Mm. tools and just let everyone in. 
and said, you know, if you want to get the blow by blow of what we're doing, join us on that digital platform. Wow, that's a real intimacy. Yeah. So you invited the customers in. Yeah, so absolutely. I think the really interesting thing about the digital space mm. is whilst in physical bricks and mortar, you get to touch, feel, look and meet the, the person selling you the product. In the digital space, you become part of the family and you mm. go on the journey. So these, our followers, our backers, have lived with your dearer team since the, since March on kickoff day. There's been arms reach contact every step along the way. They're on our Instagram feeds, they're on our Facebook feeds. They are our friends and family. We we treat them almost like investors in you, right? I'm hearing this well, family kind of have a really intimate relationship, yeah. perhaps in some ways more intimate than oh. some sort of transaction someone would have at a retail counter. Absolutely. Right? And the thing is, you know, a lot of these now. people yeah. are our actual family. Mm. You know, we're making these products for our nearest and dearest yeah. and the wider extension of that. Right. I mean, we've sent them birthday cards. We, we were in America. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> we're in America at a toasted cheese sandwich shop, and someone's like, You're the Odira guys. And they went crazy about us. Oh, and they Awesome. Let's have a beer yeah. with you. You know, it's they're, yeah. they're our friends. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So you've created quite a phenomenon. So we're going to get through, and everyone's going to now get their product, which will be awesome. Yep. What's the next iteration for you guys, either in that product range or in other things that you're doing? Well, you know, these headphones will come out, and they go to the nearest and dearest, and then we're looking at the different retail opportunities, the different product alignment opportunities. You know, finding the right partners that are experts in their field, mm. melding our technology with theirs oh, while so we like go on. The, some of the more familiar names that we'd have in mm. the headset yeah, space, like absolutely. the Bose and. Yeah, starting to play in that space and then uh, the natural progression of our technology increasing as the technology improves, pushing the boundaries in different sorts of ways, you know, more clever noise cancelling, different features that we can see while still focusing on educating people about their hearing, protecting their hearing, giving this incredible experience and then having the technology to match that as it progresses. So the technology actually alters the hearing so that you can get better hearing with less um, adequate hearing. Mm -hmm. But is it, do you still have the medical element of it? Like is the Absolutely. big data give them feedback about procedures or things yes. they should do or checkups they should have? We have the medical data from the consumer point of view. So that's something that James loves to talk about and loves to engage the end user with that after they do the test, they can learn about their hearing. But we also have the medical point of view that the, these commercial products are funding that initial value, that initial need. And we're now doing partnerships with a lot of academic industries all around Australia, as well as hearing health bodies, to bring this consumer product back in the medical space mm, to okay. give access to hearing health to rural remote Australia and the kids that originally need it. So you can imagine them being in schools, mm, kids be using them, yeah. their laptops and using it and it becomes or that sure. they do um, their yeah. hearing tests. Because when you were talking about um, in the start of our chat how many people have a right and left hearing difference, mm. the, the biggest problem we're seeing now is noise-induced hearing loss oh, okay. and you're having one in four teenagers and one in five baby boomers having an identifiable hearing loss wow. and you'd usually wait until you're 50 or 60 to have that loss they're picking it up now in teenagers from listening to headphones being in the industrialized world and that's something that we need to understand and fix and so we essentially made health wrapped sexy because you're having this incredible experience. Mm. It's about having a great experience. It's not a stick. It's mm. not we're going to cap your volume. It's here you go. Let's give this tool to people. They can test themselves. They can protect themselves. We can ship this one thing anywhere in the world and they can get a great result 
which then lets them learn about themselves. They can show up to the doctor. We can do all those things. So we're doing this wide outreach into regional remote communities that don't have access to the big bricks and mortar audiology clinics. Mm. And so we're about uh, preventing hearing loss in the next generation. So I can use the headsets, just some practicalities, uh, as my headset with yeah. my device to listen to music or watch Make films or whatever. Calls, do whatever you like. Uh, but I can also assume there's some plug-in to a program that I can then go onto your website maybe and test my hearing. Is that how the so data the part hearing, works? So the hearing test is actually built into the experience part of the platform. Right. Put the headphones on do the test with the app, oh, okay. and then we use that test to Just give you that incredible experience. Okay. So you're seeing something, great, here are some metrics, and then you're getting that incredible response. Fantastic. So I want you back with product, right? <laughs> when, we, when we ship, that'd be great. I'm still waiting for my cocoon ears. Do you, okay. do you guys know cocoon? Uh, yeah, yeah absolutely, okay. yeah. Oh, what a great idea. I sleep with, I have to have noise to sleep. It's quite interesting. I don't know how many people have got that problem. Oh, oh, Google tons of people, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm Google, <laughs> Google home. Yeah, I mean, white so noise like machines take over the world. Yeah, yeah complete button, button of the sleep. It's been awesome spending some time with you. Where can people find you? You know, How can they connect with you for yeah. this journey or the next journey of what they were trying yeah, to get. Absolutely. Audera.com. A-U-D-E-A-R-A.com. You can find us there. You can pre-order your headphones there. The first round is sold out, which is incredible. So you can pre-order for the next batch that are coming out uh, and follow the journey on all the major socials using Audera. Mm. Chris Jeffries and James Fielding from Audira. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the PwC. What a great digital dialogue story. Yet another one of high achieving Queenslanders changing the world one digit at a time. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> Thank for your you. time today. Thank you.